Welcome to Gestational Diabetes Club. I'm your host, Helena, dietitian, nutritionist, vegetable enthusiast, and big fan of strong coffee and dark chocolate. Join me here each week to chat about all things gestational diabetes. We'll cover everything you need to know about your nutrition, lifestyle, and all the messy bits in between so that you can feel empowered to optimize your blood sugar, grow a healthy baby, and create sustainable healthy habits to last a whole lifetime without the stress, overwhelm, guilt, or confusion. Thanks so much for joining me, and I hope you love it here. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Gestational Diabetes Club, or if you're new here, welcome. Uh, today I'm going to be answering a Facebook question again, so I thought I would do another really quick, easy episode. So really good question that I saw come up recently was, is there, any, is there any of you that had an early test around 10 to 20 weeks and didn't have gestational diabetes then, but then still did get it later on? Now, this is such a good question because it might be so confusing if you are one of those people who got tested for gestational diabetes quite early on and then thought you were totally in the clear and then had to do it again and then did get diagnosed. I mean, that would probably just feel like a real whirlwind. So the thing is, it's kind of actually a simple answer. So when you're pregnant, your placenta starts to produce these hormones, right? And in a very simplified way of explaining things, those hormones kind of block the action of insulin. And insulin is a hormone that usually transports sugar out of your bloodstream and into your cells, like in your muscles and in your brain and in your liver, where it needs to go so that it can fuel your body or be stored for fuel to use later. And so these hormones that are being produced by the placenta, they essentially block the, the work that insulin is doing, right? Um, and so then as your baby is growing and your pregnancy is progressing as the weeks go on, more and more of those hormones are being produced. And so then they have more and more of an effect on your insulin. So then the insulin isn't working as well. So as you get towards the end of your pregnancy, it's thought that most people need to produce like two to three times the amount of insulin that they normally would when not pregnant. So it's a massive jump. Um, and then some people's bodies just really can't keep up. So that's pretty much all of you. If you've got gestational diabetes, your body just cannot keep up with that demand because it's huge. So it's quite common for gestational diabetes not to be uh, present early in the pregnancy, but then to appear later in the pregnancy when there is more of that hormone from the placenta being produced, which is blocking the action of insulin. So therefore, the sugar in your bloodstream is staying higher at the end of your pregnancy. From what I've seen in the evidence, it seems like the 27 to 32 week mark seems to be the most difficult for people. Um, and that, But that really varies. Like in practice, I see people uh, maybe a little bit later than that, even around like 28 weeks to 33 weeks ish, really having the hardest time with their blood sugar. And then after that, the hormones can kind of level out a little bit. So your blood sugar might even get slightly easier to manage. You might not need as much medication or you might not be as, have to be as strict on your food or whatever. 
Uh, some people do experience that at the very latest stages of your pregnancy. So that's my very quick answer to why you might be in the clear early on when you're doing the um, oral glucose tolerance test compared to later on. And I should also mention that not everybody will need to do one of these tests early on in your pregnancy. They usually only get you to do that if you are high risk for some reason. So if you've got a few risk factors, so it might be to do with your ethnicity or your age, if you're a little bit older, like I think it's even like above 35 or if you're around 40, they might want you to do it a bit earlier or if you've had gestational diabetes in a previous pregnancy or you've got a history of it from somebody in your family, for those sorts of reasons, they might want to test you earlier, but not everybody does need to do that. Most people are just asked to do the test at, uh, I think it's like between 26 to 28 weeks would be pretty standard. So yeah, I hope that that cleared that up for you and made sense. And thanks for listening. Come again soon. Bye. That is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if you haven't already, please make sure that you subscribe or hit the plus button so that you can get new episodes delivered straight to your podcast app every week. And if you did find this episode useful, I would appreciate it so, so much if you could leave a rating and review or share it with a friend. It helps me reach more people so that I can help them take some of the stress out of gestational diabetes too. And if you want to keep learning about all things gestational diabetes, head to my website to find all the ways that I can support you. Thanks so much. Chat soon. Bye.